last Sunday with the football, uh, the, the um, playoff game up in Philadelphia. The 49ers came in for the final game to see who would, from the NFC, go into the Super Bowl. And I saw some of the footage of the 49ers fans showing up in Philadelphia, walking into the stadium, and just like the wall of people, the Eagles fans heckling them, that would put it mildly, um, but just as if they were gladiators going into their own death, just the fans. Um, and so it, it hit the news because we, we, we do that and there's rivalries, but, but sometimes it gets like really uncomfortable how much that someone wearing the wrong colored jersey can end up having to receive just going to a game. And I think there are a lot of us probably who in the gospel today when Jesus says, I want you to bring your faith in me like a light out into the world, I think there are a lot of us who imagine that kind of a scene where we, we bring the Lord out into the world around us and we just expect like it's gonna be like wearing that 49ers jersey right into the stadium in Philly. And we're like, I'm not doing that. I, just, why, I, I don't have it in me, I, can't, I couldn't do that. It's just too hard. And I think that there are a lot of us that really don't even really listen deeply to the Lord's words because we've already decided, I'm not, I'm not gonna do that. The Lord tells us, I've given you a gift in terms of your, your faith and your relationship with me. I've given you a gift that as is, it, it's as important for the world as salt and light. Remember, especially in, in the ancient world, in that agrarian world, you couldn't live without either of those. I mean, even now, obviously, you, things don't grow if there's no sun. But the salt itself is not just what gave flavor to food, but it would preserve the food so that in seasons of the year when things weren't growing or when the flock just wasn't producing, you could still have food to eat. And so it's a matter of survival. And Jesus says, the gift that I've given to you to bring out into the world is as essential as salt and light. And so that's why he says in the gospel today, you must, you must let your light shine before others. Must, it's, it's a command. And so I, I, wanna, I wanna share with you just, I guess I think the hopeful reason why we should be able to hear the Lord's word here and not be afraid to act on it. And so, one thing that, that, that scares us is, I think we often picture ourselves alone versus the whole world. And even though the, the culture that we live in certainly seems to be less receptive to the Christian message now than perhaps it would have been 50 years ago, when we bring the, the light of the Lord out into the world, it's not just us against the whole world, but rather the Lord gives us all of these individual relationships in our life where we're able to bear it out, the light of his love and our faith out to the world, where it's not like me versus the whole stadium of people who are chanting against me. And so this is a really hopeful thing, but we need to be aware of this. Bringing our light out to the world is not a matter of trying to convince everyone all at once, but it happens on a very basic, 
individual relational level. And what we tend to find is that even though certainly there are, there are things that work in the culture that don't want to hear the Christian message, when you bring it down to an individual relational level, every human heart was made for love. It wants to know that forgiveness and mercy are real. Every human heart that's been wounded in different ways wants to know and believe that healing is possible. And that's, that's the Christian gospel, that's the message, that's the work that the Lord wants to do. And so, if we think about it, not in terms of, of, of me individually against the world, but just believing, Lord, you, you have people in my life, individual relationships, where you want to give me the grace to bring the light of your love out to them. And it's a very different thing when it's more one-on-one -on -one than when it's me versus the world. And so that's the first place where the hope comes from, is, is that it's, it's not me versus the world, but Lord, this is something you're doing one-on-one. -on -one. That second cause of hope is, Lord, the people that you put in, in my life, they have hearts just like mine, that long for love, mercy, and forgiveness, for healing and strength. It's, Lord, their hearts were made for everything that you have to offer. And that's really hopeful that the message fits with the need of each human heart. Last week, I, on Monday, I was just running a bunch of errands and I had had an appointment earlier in the day and um, I was in my clerics, but I, I, I hit the Coles and then I hit the Harris Theater, then I hit Costco. And it was one of those days where, and probably this is more on my mind because of the football game the day before, but I, I was out and about looking very much like a priest. Um, but it was, a, it, was, it was a good day in the sense that everywhere that I was going, I, I, and I'm aware that the people don't dress like that normally. I mean, like there's not a ton of priests everywhere. So I stand out, I know that. But, um, but thinking about the jerseys, for the 49ers fans going into the game, there was, a, I guess in the back of my head was thinking like, well, Lord, like it's, you know, there, there, there can always be people that, that have an issue with the Lord or, or with the church or have been hurt by the church. And, and so I, maybe I kind of found myself braced a bit for, for, for people that maybe would not have been all that friendly. But it was one of these really beautifully odd days where the Lord just seemed to give a, a connection with a ton of people. I mean, I bumped into some of you parishioners and one of our school kids this past week said, I saw you at Coles. Um, but, but the Lord really, I, I, it left me incredibly hopeful because what I was met with throughout the whole day representing the church, which is often not well received in the world and, and, and we bear some of that responsibility ourselves for you know, the ways that we've, you know, priests have messed up, certainly. But every, every person that I was able to engage with and, and, and see or just pass by in the aisles just met with um, just, just a really beautifully warm smiles and, hi, Father, it's good to see you, Father, and think of people that I don't even know. But what, what that reminded me of is the point that I just made, that when it comes down to the individual level, we need not be afraid uh, the way that we would if we were walking into the Colosseum in Rome with people that wanted to kill us. But I, I want you to know that because when Jesus says you must bring your light out into the world, 
We cannot come up with excuses right off the bat for why the Lord's words don't apply to us. They do. Now, let me, let me give you an acronym for a, a way that we can do this. I've shared this in different contexts before, but the acronym is BLESS, B-L-E-S-S. And it's, it's a simple way of acting on and trying to put into practice what the Lord tells us in the gospel today. And so th these would be the steps. Bless. B is believe that God wants to work through you. It all begins with that act of faith. Believing, Lord, you, you've made me to be light for the world and you are going to arrange encounters with people and, and meetings with people in the relationships that I have in my life where you are going to work. But I have to start believing that and knowing, Lord, you're gonna work through me. Bless, the L in bless is, is listen. All of this is relational, by the way. This is not standing on a soapbox up in the city, uh, but this is in the relationships that you have in your life. The L is listen. Just, we have to start to get to know people. If they don't trust us, they're not gonna be all that open to eventually hearing what we have to share, right? So simply listening and getting to know the other person begins to build up a level of trust where they may be open to us. The E in bless is experience life with them. What I mean is grab a coffee with them, have lunch with them. It deepens the listening. It allows the relationship to actually begin to grow. And so a coworker of yours that you, you know a little bit, but you don't know all that well, you, you might find yourself kind of listening to them around the office in different ways, but maybe there's a day when you say like, hey, would you be up for grabbing a coffee today? I'd love to get to know you a little bit better. But the E is experience life with that person so that the relationship can grow a bit and the, and the trust can, can, can grow. S is serve. Look for ways to serve that individual. Again, love them by looking for opportunities to serve them. And so it could be, again, it's, it's the neighbor whose spouse uh, is going through cancer treatment and you know that their life is crazy and you say, can I bring dinner by tomorrow night for you? No strings attached. It's just looking for ways to serve them in a loving way. All of these initial things are all just relational, but they, they begin to build up the relationship of trust. The final S in bless is, as that relationship is built up, the moment will come when you're able to share your own story. Every one of you is here at Mass because God has been doing something in your life that's kept you connected to Him, and there's a story that you have that can encourage other people. And it can be simple in terms of just I, you sharing the good things that have come from you and your relationship with the Lord, or the strength you find from the Lord, or your experience of His mercy, or maybe you had been away from the faith, but the Lord brought you back and it's, it's filled you with joy and you want to share that. But that final S is sharing your story. This is very doable. To, to believe that God wants to work through you, to listen to other people, the relationships you have in your life, to experience life with them, to serve them in love, and then finally to share your own story. Some people might say, well, that, just, that sounds like ordinary life. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's what it is. It's not something that we need to be afraid of doing. And the Lord, by virtue of your baptism and all of the gifts of his love he's given you, 
It's his intention that you be sent out by him. But it need not be something that we work into this thing in our mind that we could never survive and would probably kill us. It's very doable on a daily basis. And when the Lord tells us today in the gospel, I've given you a gift that is light and salt, and I want you, you must let your light shine out before others. We, we need to take those words seriously. If I believe that this is God's word, if I believe that these words are truly inspired and are, are being spoken to me by the Lord, I, I have to be willing to listen to them and act on them, right? Like I, far be it from me to say, I, I like some of this and I'll take some of this as your word, but some of it I'm just gonna push to the side. That, that's, that's dangerous ground. But, but to believe it's his word is to say, Lord, even though it, it, it may be hard or difficult, I'm ready to act on it. Let's pray and ask the Lord to give us that grace and to keep in mind that, that simple acronym that gives us a way in our daily relationships of bringing the light of the Lord and his love out to our world.